When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> they, they, they tell me I be violating the um, walkthrough rule because I'm always like jogging, but I'm really doing the walkthrough, so I don't know. But when I did it in the walkthrough, I would have got hit, so I would have. It was Earl coming down. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, forget it. Forget about it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. This is episode 35. Once again, I'm John June. Got my guy, Greg Penniman. Week 10 recap. What's good, Greg? Week 10. It was a very weird week. You know, a lot of some a lot of upsets. I'm done in Survivor. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm hoping Tevin Coleman could save me. So, uh, but let's just get right to it, man. Let's go. Oh, yeah, man. We got to get to those performances because there was some, some really good ones. And then there was some bad ones, uh, some jag ones, as we like to call them here on the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. But uh, first off, as we always do, start with that quarterback position. Yeah, somebody who I'm just, I'm like, I'm not going to be surprised to see him on this list anymore ever at all, and that is Lamar Jackson. This man is absolutely on fire right now. Uh, after beating down the New England Patriots last week, he put a beating on the Cincinnati Bengals. He went 15-17, 223 yards, three touchdowns. And then 65 rushing yards with one real smooth rushing touchdown for good thir- good for 33.42 FanDuel points. Greg, come on, man. What'd you make of this? Oh man, yo, I'm pretty sure I watched that uh six whatever that rushing yard run for about five to ten times. Like I worked 48, yeah, or 48. Like that. With the juke move to start with the spin move. <laughs> oh man, to f- two defenders out, two uh, like put two defenders on the floor. That man, that, that man he, is he just... Put, he put like four defenders <clears throat> on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he's Mike Vick reincarnated. Mike Vick 2.0. It doesn't matter. Like, he's just destined to be great, man. I just see what the things that he's doing right now in his first 15 games is better than any other quarterback that's ever played this game. So, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson's just absolutely... He's just another, like, specimen. We've, like, we've never... Like you said... Um, you know, Mike Vick. I mean, you just you just sent me this screen. This first sixteen career starts. Yeah, man. He's got more wins than Patrick Mahomes did. That's Patty. Uh, Thirteen yep. to twelve. Mm-hmm. He has more rushing yards than get this one Hall of Fame running back Ladanian Tomlinson mm-hmm. had his rookie year. <laughs> he's got a higher passer rating than Tom Brady. He's got more yards per attempt than Aaron Rodgers. And he's got a better completion percentage than Drew Brees. He's better than your favorite quarterback and running back. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. This is through his first 16 starts. Lamar Jackson, um, you know, I I picked this guy to be my breakout, but I did not foresee this coming. He's he's got MVP. uh, He's got MVP caliber season right now. Um, Somebody who I guess is the MVP for for, for Greg and... Giants fans. Oh man, um, didn't win the game though. But one Greg is bet 
did much better than finishing as a top 12 quarterback. That's right. We're talking about Daniel Jones here. New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones was 26 of 40, 308 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, uh, had another 20 rushing yards, added another two-point conversion, did lose a fumble, though, um, and that was good for 30.32 Fanduel points. So, Greg, what'd you make of this? Yeah, one? I wouldn't say he lost that fumble. He he got that fumble taken away from him. He got that ball snatched. <laughs> 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 but uh, other than that, you know, this is Danny Dimes in, in a good matchup. We I expected this. He's had two QB one performances before. Uh, he's this is when he's in a favorable matchup, uh, and he's got a good secondary going against you know a vulnerable secondary. He's he can give you uh, top streaming numbers. Um, you know, so you gotta expect this there and buy next week. So he's not on anyone's radar right now. But uh, this is what you expect from Danny Dimes. Yeah, I, I did not expect this one. I will be honest here. Um, you know, I definitely saw stream consideration. Um, I, 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 damn it! <laughs> 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 oh man, just yeah. For, no, four touchdowns. This was. This was great, especially on a day where, um, you know, the Giants didn't really have anything else going in the run game. Obviously, we get to that later. But, um, yeah, no, this was, you know, Daniel Jones, is, he's a gifted passer. Um, so, you know, a performance like this, definitely within the realm of possibility because, you know, he's, he's done it before. So, you know, why not? Why not now? But, you know, just why on the, you know, the time that I choose to make a bet against him, against the Jets, against my. Sorry, you know, they Matty got the dub. His fancy team. It's okay, whatever you know. Just got the dub, man. Hopefully, I get this dub over the over Matty Ice. So moving moving on. Somebody who's trying to help you get this dub. He was he tried though. That would be Patrick Mahomes. His first game back from the dislocated knee injury. He did not. He was not slowed down by at all. If he was, couldn't tell. Thirty six of fifty, four hundred forty six passing yards, three touchdowns. Man, that was good for twenty nine point eight four. Uh, FanDuel points. Greg, what'd you make of this one? Yeah, this is Patty. I'm glad to see him back in full effect, <clears throat> helping Tyreek Hill out. He got 19 targets to him, which was crazy. Uh, yeah, I was really hoping this game would go to overtime. It was so close. Uh, one field goal away. Uh, Titans got that dove, though, with the block. It was a big win by them. Yeah, man, this was a, this was a great win for, uh, for, the, for the Tennessee Titans. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, you know, he he was great, man. Just phenomenal. Him throwing a touchdown pass off the like jumping jumping off in the air, um, you know that was that was phenomenal too. He's just a great football player. Just glad to see him back, man. He's excited to have him back. Uh, excited to have him back for these Chiefs pieces, man. So that was great. Uh, moving forward, rounding out the top twelve QBs: Kyler Murray, QB four; Dak Prescott is the QB five; Josh Allen is the QB six; Sam Darnold is the QB seven; Jameis Winston, my start of the week, QB eight. Mitch Trubisky is the QB9. Kirk Cousins is the QB10. Ryan Tannehill as the QB11. And Jeff Driscoll, everyone saw that coming, right? As mm-hmm. the QB12. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, Greg, any of these performances stick out to you on a positive note? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, <clears throat> Ryan Tannehill, again, being QB12, uh, top 12 finish, that's uh, is pretty good by him. Uh, he's been everything you ask for as a, a streamer. And I think, you know, if you are in need of quarterback help a Matthew Stafford owner or, you know, someone out there with some teams and buy, he's a good guy to own. Yeah, that was definitely a, a good performance. Um, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> like, a surprise. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Just does I it mean, when you don't think he's going to uh, ever do it, man. Every time. 
Yeah, I mean, 173 passing yards, but three passing touchdowns. So, um, yeah, sure. I'm not going to do that. Um, Sam Darnold in a good matchup, though. I thought that was nice to see, obviously, for more reasons than one. But, um, you know, he has a matchup against Washington next week. You're will. I mean, obviously, we'll get to the waiver wire stuff later. But, um, you know, if you're willing to go that well, I guess that's something that you could do. But um, Kyle Murray, man. Oh, yeah. We, t- we were talking about this earlier. Um, you know, coming in as a QB4, I think he currently sits as a QB5 on the year. Um, you know, you know, we were going to have questions about the San Fran matchup next week, but we're not going to shy away from that. But um, after, not at least after what he did last week. So Yeah, the same, <laughs> right. game, same matchup. He lit them up. Uh, put the best quarterback against his 49ers defense so far. So, um, yeah, he might have some confidence rolling him out there again. And then what about Baker Mayfield? Is this uh did he turn a corner here? Um or is this uh a- it was a it was a you know, a good game. I don't know if it was necessarily like a, a very good performance. He does have uh in week twelve uh, Miami, so that uh, he's definitely on my radar for that because Patty's on the bye, so you know. Yeah. All right, well so let's let's get to those running backs, man. Um so starting at the top of the list, that is a guy that um uh, yeah, didn't really think that he'd make it here, but that'd be Derrick Henry. 23 carries, 188 yards, two rushing touchdowns <clears> in this one. Um, 32.1 FanDuel points and a half point PPR. Greg, what'd you make of this one? Yeah, I, in a very favorable matchup uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs, but he, he dominated this game. Um, the reason, Really the reason they won, uh, got those uh, touchdown scores and the defensive touchdown by the Titans, so put them over the top. Um, yeah, this is <clears throat> good performance by him. Um, hopefully expect this going forward. He's definitely a strong RB2 uh, going forward. But, yeah, this is a plus if you get these RB1 performances. Yeah, um, I know that yeah, this was a good game for Derrick Henry for sure. Um, I know that the one touchdown that he had, uh, one was like a 68-yard touchdown run where he had right up the middle, um, you know, I know that we like we talked about this Chiefs defense won a target earlier in the year. Uh, Chris Jones being back, thought he'd make a difference in this one, but Derrick Henry um, got loose in the game. You know the thing, the biggest concern with Derrick Henry is is if they fall out of uh, is if the if the Titans get blown out, or if they're you know fall out of a favorable game script. And Derrick Henry, you know he he becomes victim to that. But you know with this defense playing well, <clears throat> you know they're going to continue to be in games. So Derrick Henry, like you said. I think continue to roll him out there as an RB two and until he proves you otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> all right, so getting back to the number two on the list, that'd be Dalvin Cook, man. Uh, twenty six carries, ninety seven yards, one touchdown. Also added seven catches for eighty six receiving yards. That was good for twenty seven point eight half point PPR points. Greg, what'd you make of that performance? Yeah, this is Dalvin Cook. This is one of the fantasy MVPs uh, candidates so far this season. Um, he's been doing it every week consistently in the top five running backs in the week. Him and McCaffrey have been absolute beasts for you all year. Yeah, man. Dalvin Cook's absolutely been dogging, man. Um, Especially in the past game now, too. We see no Adam Thielen, and he's, you know, very involved in the past game as well. So that was great to see. Um, Yeah, man. he's 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 the engine that makes this Vikings offense go. Let's go make sure you get Alexander Madison, man. Please. If anything, please, you have to. Because this offense is, is so, so favorable to the running back position. 
Um, another offense favorable to the running back position, that would be Green Bay. And Aaron Jones, he is the main beneficiary of that as he had 13 carries, 93 yards, and three touchdowns, no receptions in this one. That was good for 27.3 fan duel points and a half-point PPR. Greg, what would you make of this one? Yeah, man, the free Aaron Jones tour continues. Uh, Aaron Jones has been balling in a favorable uh, game script for him. He's been involved in the pass game, uh, being, being involved in the rushing game a lot. Uh, definitely outperformed Jamal Williams in this game. Got those red zone carries, which are, are important for him. Uh, yeah, that puts him over the top. That puts him in that elite wide, running back one category. Uh, expect this, you know, for the rest of the year because he's going to be in you know close games and in, in good games with uh, Aaron Rodgers and a winning team like the Packers. Yeah, it's it's you know it's crazy because every week it's like, well, Aaron Jones isn't going to score three touchdowns again, and then he scores three touchdowns. Yeah, again. man. Or then he scores four touchdowns, and so it's just like, when, you know what? Just going to continue, except this is what it is, because it's like you said, it's good offense. So you know, there's no reason to believe like he won't keep scoring touchdowns. So yeah, continue to ride that wave. Um, and you know, you and I are because we just made a trade for yeah. him. So pretty excited about that. Let's go. <laughs> All those red zone um, targets that went to Devontae last year, just red zone carries to Aaron Jones now. So yes, yes, absolutely. So we're gonna, we're going to be the main <coughs> beneficiaries of that now. All right, moving forward. The RB4 on the week, that was Christian McCaffrey. RB5, Melvin Gordon, Thursday night. RB6, Ronald Jones. RB7, Josh Jacobs. The RB8, that would be Joe Mixon. RB9, Le'Veon Bell. The RB10, Brian Hill. The RB11, Nick Chubb. And the RB12, Austin Eckler. Greg, any performances stick out to you in a positive note here? Uh, Definitely. Um, you know, I like Joe Mixon, 30 carries. That's a really big number. Um. Not sure how sustainable that is, but yeah, I like that to see you know him getting over at least twenty carries. Um, hopefully, the Bengals just uh, throw the season and just run Joe Mixon to the ground for the rest of the year, which is good. Uh, other than that, you know Brian Hill, you know, he's in there. Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about Brian Hill. Oh yeah. Um, I think for me, Ronald Jones did a, did a pretty good job coming off the waiver wire, helping people out, mm-hmm. uh, finishing as the RB as the RB six on the week. So I thought that was nice. Uh, eight receptions. Uh, Ronald Jones, like the the book on him was that he, you know, didn't catch the ball. I think he in his uh, f- first year at USC, you know, he I think he had single digit catches. In his second year, he had fourteen catches. So for this, for him to have eight catches in this game, that was interesting. So I uh, want to see if that's something that continues going forward. Um. Yeah, but Josh, uh, Joe Mixon getting 30 carries, I really like that too. Um, and then uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, just continues to be on this list, I feel like. So that's somebody that I think as as we get down the stretch, people are going to ride into the playoffs. Yeah, man, that's rookie um, of the year right there, yo. Yeah, for real. Um, All right, let's move forward, man. Let's get to those wide receivers. And Oh, man, I love it, man. <laughs> love it. Christian Kirk, my wide receiver start of the week. <coughs> Comes out, six catches, 138 yards, three receiving touchdowns, Greg. That was good for 34.8 FanDuel points and a half-point PPR. What did you make of this one? Yeah, you called it. it this is yeah, absolute beauty. Uh, finally, Christian Kirk broke out. He was getting those target numbers early in the year, but uh, now he finally you know got into the end zone, which is great. Uh, got three of them things. It was it was great. It was good to see him play well. Uh, hopefully, you know, the get some consistency in this wide receiver core. Because at start first it was Leif Fitzgerald a lot and he fell off and then really there's no one but now maybe Christian Kirk can emerge to help you out. 
Yeah, I mean, the I think the biggest thing with Christian Kirk was he was productive, but then he got hurt with that high ankle sprain. Right. Um, he was having the big reception numbers, the big reception games, but he wasn't score. He didn't score a touchdown. You know, he's he hadn't scored a touchdown all season up until Sunday, like you said. So, um, you know, I think the biggest thing here is, you know, I think he's he's finally healthy back from the high ankle sprain, and uh, I think that he's gonna be, you know, down the stretch he's gonna help fantasy owners because, you know, Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals, they're gonna be in a ton of high over unders, and uh, I think that, you know. Uh, you know you're gonna want the number one receiver in this offense, and that's that's Christian Kirk without a doubt. Um, next guy on this list, man, whew, Darius Slayton, New York Giants wide receiver, ten catches, 121 receiving yards, two touchdowns, 29. That was good for 29.1 Fanduel points and a half point PPR. Greg, what'd you make of this one? Yeah, <clears throat> Danny Dimes. You know, his, this is his favorite receiver easily. Uh, I guess all those you know those those second team reps when you have in practice that chemistry you get. Uh, Darius Slayton was one of those guys. Um, he's he's balling. I, I didn't know his hands were that good. He had a couple of drops earlier in in games, but yeah, he caught them all today. Uh, was able to get to the, into the end zone. He he played very well uh, on a bye this week, but I think he you know could be an option uh, going forward for Danny Dimes if he's going to be his favorite target. Yeah, man, uh, Darius Slayton. You know we talked about him on the lead up to the to the Sunday preview mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, but we didn't we did not see. 14 targets coming like we did not know that that was in the range of outcomes we kind of thought that hey you know he's gonna have to score a you know a long touchdown you know maybe on on one of his on one of his six or seven targets right right but you know 14 targets and 10 <coughs> catches um that's got to be that's you know absolutely crazy but like you said you know it's it's the it's i think it's the culmination of the of their chemistry together, of all the time they spent working together in the off season on the second team, mm-hmm. and you know now you see a player in 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 Darius Slayton who's who's getting better as a player. Uh, you know this is a fifth round pick out of out of Auburn, um, and you know to see him, I think this was a breakout game for him. You know, uh, you know he he was in a good matchup. He took advantage of it, uh, and you know fourteen targets that just shows the trust that the quarterback has in him. So yeah, I think this was a breakout game. And uh, I think this is something that we can we can trust going forward, man, for sure. Because we've seen him do it in spurts. We just, you know, didn't get that. You know, if we if we knew if you and I, I know you and I both knew that he was going to get double digit targets. We would have we would have start picked him up and started him wherever. We yeah, could. I definitely picked him and started him. Yeah, everywhere. Um, I know Neil did it against me, so and it was a great move by him. Uh, that's just yeah, good management right there. They're slaying. He's uh, last two games. He's been doing pretty well. Yeah, no, for sure. And so, getting to the wide receiver three on the list, we got Tyreek Hill, man. 11 catches, 157 yards, one touchdown, three rushing yards, one fall that gave me almost a heart attack, and then 27.5 FanDuel points and a half-point PPR. Greg, I know I didn't even list the most important number to you, so what would you make of this performance? Oh, man, 19 targets that's what i need right there that's everything for me right there that's what that's what happens when you get pat mahomes back on the field uh he's gonna force feed it to tyreek hill why not i would too he's the fastest man in football uh he, he's uncoverable uh, if you give him 10 yards if you press him it doesn't matter uh yeah this is this is what we saw this is what we expected um yeah lock him up tyreek hill number one wide receiver oh man this is it just feels great because this is what i was saying when you know, I did the pod on Monday last week. You know, when Pat Mahomes comes back, 
you know, Tyreek Hill is just it just gets better. He just gets better. It's like adding another player to your lineup, mm-hmm. um, and that's how great it feels. You get twenty seven and a half points. We were get we were seeing the you know you know twelve like the double digit point outings from him before with Matt Moore, but twenty seven and a half that was not in his range of outcomes. And with Pat Mahomes at quarterback, it most definitely yeah is. that could be his average if with Pat Mahomes like ooh that's that's what he does yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So rounding out the top twelve, man. This was a you know, big day for the receivers, man. Amari Cooper, uh, can't believe Dallas Cowboy Amari Cooper as a wide receiver for this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, Dallas Cowboys Amari Cooper is like to call him. <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas is the wide receiver five. Golden Tate is the wide receiver six. Jarvis Landry comes in as a wide receiver seven. Randall Cobb is a wide <coughs> receiver eight. Jamison Crowder is a wide receiver nine. DJ Moore is a wide receiver ten. James Washington is a wide receiver 11, and then Marquise Hollywood-Brown rounds it out to the top 12 as the wide receiver 12. Greg, which of these performances, or if any, stuck out to you on a positive side? Uh, glad to see Hollywood back in that top 12. Uh, this is definitely important for Hollywood owners uh, who, who expected him back, who were patient on him. Um, now they have him back, and he could be a very high-end flex wide receiver too for teams going forward. Yeah, Jamison Crowder, or Jamison Crowder, sorry. Hollywood Brown most definitely um, sticks out here because, like we talked, we've been talking about this guy since week one, and he was so um, high upside with the with the air yards. And then he got hurt catching a touchdown pass. And then last week we barely saw him in the New England game, and, you know, we had questions about it. I, had, I, I most definitely had questions about his health. Um. But, you know, he was healthy in this one, supposedly. I mean, not as supposedly. Apparently, he was. So, I really like that. Um, Golden Tate, I think that one stuck out as well because, you know, four catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Um, You know, the target number was there, too. Um, DJ Moore, most definitely, nine catches, 120 yards. I just wish he would get in the end zone already. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, that's a great floor from him, man. You know, every week... He's he's getting, you know, ten to twelve targets with with almost a hundred yards. It feels like. Um, any other performances stuck out to you, Greg? Um, no, um, that's uh pretty much it. Uh, Mike Thomas coming through. No matter what happens, uh, it doesn't matter. Can't guard Mike. <coughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then I just another one that I find interesting, uh, Miko Hardman, who. Every every week seems like he is uh, oh, one for in two catches and a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, one catch, one catch, sixty three yards and a that's touchdown. every week, man. I just that's every week. Can you make it? Can you bet on yeah. that? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if I needed a flex, yeah, a boom <laughs> like, flex, uh, yeah, a boom a boom flex. Like, I mean, there's no there's no better place to go, right? Um, <clears throat> all right, man. So let's get to those tight ends. The tight end one on the week, man. Mark Andrews, so glad to see you back on this list, man. I was doubting you myself, but see you back here, man. Six for 53. Six catches, 53 yards, two receiving touchdowns. That was good for 20.3 FanDuel points. Greg, what'd you make of this one? Yeah, second time now against the Bengals. First game he ate. This game he's, he ate again. Uh, so a very favorable matchup for him. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, expect this hot early start tight end one performance. Uh, expecting to keep being a tight end one player for you, uh, so that, that'd be good for those Mark Andrew owners out there that were, you know, getting a little nervous about him. I was getting nervous, man. I really was, <coughs> but 
Um, the six catches, fifty-three yards. That's that's really good. Yeah. So I like that. Um, man, tight end two on the week. That would be Kyle Rudolph, four catches, mm-hmm. fourteen yards, and two receiving touchdowns. Oh wait, and a two-point conversion. That was good for seventeen point four Fanduel points and a half-point PPR. Greg, what'd you make of this? Yeah, one? we talked about him without Adam Thielen. Um, so he he was gonna get involved. Uh, to add is more intrigue. This is what he what he did. He was in, very involved in the red zone. Which is good. So you definitely want to uh, have. I think he has intrigue as a, a waiver going forward. Um, we'll talk about him a little later. But um, especially with Adam Thielen, maybe miss a little more time. Even if he's back, I like the the red zone usage for Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, and then there's. Uh, I mean, I I really liked it too. It's just four catches, fourteen yards, like two touchdowns. This <laughs> so, I didn't know. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's like I don't. I mean, we'll talk about his other guy, the other guy later, but, um, you know, tight end three on the week, Travis Kelsey, seven catches, 75 yards, and one receiving touchdown. That was good for 17 FanDuel points and a half point PPR. So, Greg, what'd you make of this one? Hey, man, just continuing to talk about the impact of Patty. He'll give you a top three wide receiver and a top three tight end in a game, single game. It doesn't matter. He can support all skill players. Uh, this is good for Travis Kelsey and his um, boom. Um, he's definitely someone we talk about being very consistent for tight ends, but not getting you, you know, into the end zone. He got in here. Uh, it's good for him going forward. Yeah, man. We talked about this. The, the touchdown number for Travis Kelsey has to positively regress at some point. And uh, he actually had another one called back. So, uh, this could have been an even bigger day for Travis Kelsey. Um, but the tight end four, man, that was your start of the week. That would be from one Greg to another Greg Olson, man. Eight catches, 98 yards. That was good for 13.8 FanDuel points and a half point PPR. Mm-hmm. Uh, OJ Howard, your stream of the mm-hmm. week. Back to back. As the QB <laughs> five. <coughs> Killing it, man. Uh, Jack Doyle is the QB, as the, well, <laughs> I said QB five. Jack Doyle is the tight end five, is the tight end six. OJ Howard was a tight end five. Anthony Fersker, oh my God, is the tight end six. <laughs> Hunter Henry is a tight end seven. Jacob Hollister, man. No, he's climbing, uh, yeah. He's climbing. Seattle T.I. tight end. He's climbing. Yep. Currently the tight end uh, seven. Gerald Everett is a tight end eight. He was my streamer of the week. Uh, Jared Cook, the tight end nine. Uh, Nick Boyle, the tight end 10. Austin Hooper, the tight end 11. And then Tyler Eifert finishes as a tight end 12. Greg, which of these performances stick out to you on a positive note? Oh, man. Uh, just, you know, the, the the stack. The fact, you know, the Kyle Rudolph, the, the Greg Olson. The, the O.J. Howard and the Jerry Cook calls, you know, it just is uh, all those those guys you know, stepping up. Yeah, stepping man, up they came me. through yeah, in a big, facts. big way. Facts, facts. Big way for sure. Um, I think Jacob Hollister is the one that sticks out to me, man, because yeah, I said it last week. We were Yeah, he's got four for 29 <clears throat> yeah. and touchdown right now. He also did have, like, a, another target that was in the red zone. Um, so he sticks out to me. I know <clears> – <throat> Some somebody we have to talk to in a little bit, talked about in a little bit, Austin Hooper, um, who suffered a knee injury in Sunday's game. Um, you know, he he might miss some time. So Jacob Hollister is somebody that I guess we could go to if if we need a tight end here. But you know, reminiscent of Will Disley, we kind of doubted. You know, the tight we doubted was Will Disley at first. Um, you know, saying this is just a mirage, but I think Jacob Hollister might be here to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. We were talking about Tyler, or not Tyler, Eifert, we were talking about Kyle Rudolph earlier. Um, but Irv Smith had five catches for 34 yards. Um, I, 
that's I I like that more than the four for fourteen. I feel you. <laughs> you know, so um, I mean, the touchdowns are nice though, like you said, but it's just I don't want to have to bank on the touchdowns. But um, yeah, let's get to the Jags, man. And you know, we're already at the tight end, so let's just start there. And I'm gonna start, man. A guy I picked as my tight end start of the week that would be Mike Kosecki, man. Uh, really didn't come through for fantasy owners. Um, even fumbled in this one, uh, you know, but you know what, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to continue to go back to that well, because the reasons that I wanted to were there, the six targets were nice, only had 28, three catches for 28 receiving yards, did lose the fumble, so, um, you know, but what other Jags stuck out to you here, Greg? Oh man, it starts at the top for me, it starts at one man and one man only, David Johnson, this man, uh, literally in half one PPR, got you negative Point five points in half one PPR. It, it was just, uh, just I don't know what to say at this point, yo. Uh, just so he, we saw his numbers. It went to a good start. Then he had the Giants game where he played one snap. Uh, looks seemed like, and now this game, and then he's been hurt. Uh, it's been really frustrating for David Johnson owners. And this is an important week. One of the like week ten. You're getting close to you know the playoffs right now. Trying to get wins, and he just fails you. He just I don't know what happened. Uh, King Drake outperformed him again. <clears throat> uh, I, you gotta, you know, be very uh, hesitant with uh, how you use David Johnson going forward. Um, Did you watch any of this game? I didn't. I didn't. Not at all. Um. Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't, bro. Yeah, you would understand. David Johnson looks washed, bro. Oh man. Oh man. Like he looks. He he looks washed. Yo, but uh, I had. Oh, you know, I, it was. I was on red zone a little bit. I did see him get a carry. And he looked like he was trying to make a cut inside. I was like, why does David Johnson look like he's moving in slow motion? Oh, and then he just got rocked. Like, rocked. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, hold up. And he just, he's like, he's like, I don't know, man. He just, he looks washed. He looks, he looks like he can't move. He looks like he can't cut. Um, he was out there. And it was, it was part of the game plan early to use Kenyon Drake and to not, um, give the ball to, to David Johnson all that much. You know, they were using David Johnson as a blocker for a lot. I um, mean, even after he lost the fumble, then they just even, after that, they just even uh, continued to feed Kenny Drake even more. So uh, I think David Johnson might have lost his job. So, oh my gosh, that is crazy. <clears throat> that is yeah, crazy. So, uh, Kenny Drake is probably the, I, 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 would, I would say that Kenny Drake is the back to own. In Arizona, for this time going forward, at least. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely treat them as the same person now, at least at the same level. Like, can you start David Johnson next week with any confidence? At at best, he's a flex. Honestly, I bet at best right now. At, at best, yeah. I, 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 I mean, they play the 49ers. It's not a favorable uh-huh. matchup. Um, even uh-uh. you know, King Drake did do well. Uh, but. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, knowing those facts, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's able to. St- I just, I'm not trying to overreact, but yeah, it's tough. This is tough right now. No, it's tough. I mean, because, I mean, we we have to adjust our adjust our lenses yeah. and, and kind of, you know, adapt and you know use the use the information that we have. And the information that we have is this guy. He wasn't healthy. He hasn't been healthy for the for the last few weeks now. And you know, the eye test tells me that this guy is not 
it's either he's not healthy or he's just not in a position right now where he <clears throat> is the talent that he once was on a football field. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's just it. So, um, I mean, another guy that I guess came that disappointed, that would be Saquon Barkley, man. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, David Johnson was somebody that was picked in the, in the somewhere between top five to top eight of drafts. Saquon Barkley was taken in the in the top three picks of drafts. Yeah. Most most drafts he was taken number one overall. Yep. So, um, thirteen rushing yard or thirteen carries rather for for one rushing yard. Greg, what'd you make of this one? Yeah, it was uh kind of nervous, especially because well, you know Wayne Gallman was in there for a lot of series in that second half. Uh, it was interesting. He, he wasn't getting anything going. I mean. You know who I'm a blame. I mean, my, that starts at the top, Pat Shermer. That man only knows one play, and that's running Saquon up the middle. Uh, he's not getting him in space. He's not getting him running routes like McCaffrey or Kamara out the backfield. It's, it's just very stagnant. It's not how do you use uh, one of the most dynamic players in the NFL. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not looking good for Saquon right now. Yeah, and, and, you know, Saquon admitted after this game that he, he may not be 100% right now, so... Um, maybe that has something to do with it as well. He also was going against the number one run defense in the NFL, so that also may have something to do with it. Um, but he, I don't know, man. If he's not if he's not a hundred percent, then the biggest concern I had about Saquon Barkley coming in this year um, gets closer to being realized. And that's like if the Giants are, what are they now? Two. You guys are two, two and eight, and seven, two and eight, two and eight, yep. two and eight right? So, if Saquon <clears throat> Barkley is not fully healthy, what incentive is there yeah. for sake for them to continue to try, you know, an injured Saquon Barkley out there? Yeah, true. Yeah, you, put a, you can sit him down, maybe those IR rumors start to pop up, especially Sterling has been out for so long, like, his season might be a wash, just, you know, get that, uh, number one, get that draft pick, get some Jerry Judy action maybe, but yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. No, I mean, uh, so, you know, this is, it's just, you know, highlights the importance. If you are the Saquon Barkley owner, you got to go make sure you get Wayne Gallman. You have to. Yep. Must. Uh, you know, because this is a possibility. And even that, if he's banged up, you know, that just opens him up to the possibility of, of being injured again. So, yeah. Uh, you have to get Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Another. Uh, anybody else stuck out to you as a, as a Jag, man? Um, other than that, really, Cooper Cup. Um, oh, man. Yeah. That, that that was uh that was tough. He was getting targeted, but Jared Goff, I don't know what his accuracy was yesterday. I don't know what his game was yesterday. It didn't help Cooper Cup out at all. Um, but yeah, zero oh, receptions, man. zero yards, zero touchdowns, uh, for 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 zero Cooper Cup, man. It's sad, sad. Yeah, it's um. I mean, <clears> it just it's just an ongoing theme that I think we're we're gonna continue to to see this year, especially with the emphasis on passing. You know defenses are not trying to let these quarterbacks be comfortable, man. They're trying to attack them. And, and, you know, these, these teams that, that want to throw the ball, you know, 40 to 50 to 60 times, you better have your offensive line shored up. And right now the the Rams have issues on the offensive line. They had issues going into this game. Um, and then they had, they suffered an in, they suffered two injuries on the offensive line during this game. Um, one of them being their starting center, who's going to be out, for the season, I believe, and then uh, you know their other their their offensive guard is going to be out for an extended period of time as well. So this offensive line that was struggling to keep Jared Goff upright is going to continue to struggle to keep Jared Goff upright. And um, you know, until Sean McVay figures it out, 
for this Rams offense, I think it's just going to continue to be the the, the the case for them. Yeah, especially <clears> if, they, <throat> if they go against team if they go against teams where where they're you know <clears throat> uh, where they're overly mismatched in the front seven, right? Like you know, we talked about it with going into this Pittsburgh game that they were going to have trouble. Um, they're going to have trouble next week when they face Chicago. Um, so you know. I, it's it's just gonna be it's I don't think this this story is done because their schedule gets tougher they still have to go they still have to face San Fran again, um, you know the schedule down the stretch for these Rams gets tough. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, they, uh, yeah I don't know. Jaragoff is not looking. I saw a meme that there's two Blake Bortles on one team. I don't know what that's that's crazy. <laughs> oh man, I mean honestly. I, you know, we're talking twelve team leagues. If we're talking two quarterback, then you got to do what you got to do. But we're talking twelve team leagues. Oh yeah, guys, there's could, better yeah, options yeah, than Jared Goff. There is, especially on the road. Like, come on, like I, I'm streaming. I'm not. I'm not starting Jared Goff. Yeah. You know, we 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 said we didn't want to play him this week. We definitely don't want to play him next week. Um. Mm. So, <clears throat> yeah, just stream. Yeah. Um, somebody who's my breakout. He was your start of the week. That's David Montgomery. In a line, in a in a in a Bears win, man. I know. What even happened? Here? Uh, you, like what 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 happened? Um, here, Detroit's secondary. Mr. Bissy decided to throw the ball. I, it's crazy. I I don't know what happened. Um, this is the the game plan we thought would happen. I mean, Detroit secondary is bad, so you think Mr. Bissy maybe will have a solid day, but he had a, a great day, and they just never got to run the ball. They just mo- mostly attacked the, in the passing. Yeah, I mean, he had 17 carries, no pat, no targets in the past game. Um, you know, Mitch Trubisky didn't have a high, you know, yards per attempt. I didn't see this game at all, but um, you know, something leads me to believe that those those touchdowns were all in the in the in the short area of the field. So maybe David Montgomery missed out on some potential rushing <clears> touchdowns <throat> here. But you know, 60 car- 60 rushing yards on 17 carries. If he snuck in a rushing touchdown here or there, you know, it'd be a much better. This is what his stat line looked like the week before. It's actually better than what his stat line looked like the week before, except the week before he had two rushing touchdowns. Right. So, <laughs> um, like, you know, last week, 14 carries for 40 yards. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be overly concerned. You know, I think I'm more concerned about being attached to Mitch Trubisky and a Bears offense than I am about, um, you know, David Montgomery. Yeah. As in his role. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, any other Jags stuck out to you or No, um, I think we're ready. I guess get to the We're ready. Yeah, I think we're ready to get Let's to these get waivers. To that waiver yeah. Line. All right, man. So which quarterbacks are we looking to add this week with uh with four teams on by? <clears throat> um really I'm looking at one quarterback and that's um probably Sam. Sam I am. He's uh owning twenty two percent of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, he went 19 for 30, again, 230 yards, got the rushing touchdown as well. Uh, he's got another favorable matchup against the Redskins in week 11. Um, he's definitely in the streaming conversation uh, this week. I'm not really sure if uh, – I didn't really see any a lot of other quarterbacks uh, on that radar. Uh, Jeff Driscoll not, not really impressed me, even if uh, Matt Stafford is still out with that back. Um, yeah, Sam miami has got a good matchup. Yeah, I mean, you know, I – I just I don't want to I don't want to you know go and tell people to go play Jets players and then they do bad and then I feel like I feel really bad about it and then I feel even worse because I have to watch the Jets lose <laughs> and so yeah if you want to follow Greg's recommendation and you want to pick up Sam Darnold as a stream uh, then absolutely go ahead and do that I will back it though because 
I believe in Sam. I just, you know. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> um, <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, one thing that I failed to mention uh, is that Kelvin Beach on the left tackle came back from a high ankle sprain injury that he suffered um, very early in the, the Jacksonville game two weeks ago, which then, now that he's back, shifts his replacement back to right tackle, which then puts the right tackle's replacement back on the bench. So Kelvin Beecham comes back, helps essentially two two positions on the offensive line get better. Not all sunshine and rainbows, though, because Brian Winters' right guard uh, is probably going to miss time with a shoulder injury. So maybe that may, maybe there's an, a chance for Sam Darnold to do better this week. But I'm just going to leave it open to uh, interpretation for you guys out there. So, Greg. Who else are we looking at on the waiver wire this week? Uh, any any skill position players? Uh, what we, we got some some receivers available. Yeah, so there's, these are the, some some deep league receivers that you can add, or you know if you need some help at receiver because uh, you know there's some injuries going on out there. So we're gonna start with Cole Beasley. He's uh, rostered in 32 percent of Yahoo leagues. Uh, he has a touchdown at least 70 yards in four straight games. So and he has six targets in, in at least three of those games. So he's in, he's definitely involved in this offense, this Bills offense. Uh, definitely the second receiver to John Brown. He's got a favorable matchup against the Dolphins in Week 11. And I think if you're looking for, you know, for a good flex play, he gives you a nice safe floor, uh, kind of like a, a James White of receivers a little bit. Um, so I would consider him there. Uh, <clears throat> other than that, Hunter Renfro, we talked about him. He's only rostered in 10% of Yahoo leagues. Another kind of cold bleasy, like a low ceiling flex play because he, ha- he has at least three straight games with the touchdown or uh, four receptions. Um, and he's got the flavorful matchup in week 11 against the Bengals. So that's money right there. And then other than that, uh, DMT, uh, Demarius Thomas, he's back on the radar, I think. Uh, he's rostered in 8% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, had nine targets in this game against the Giants. Six receptions for 84 yards. Uh, and he's, I think he's got to continue, continue to be in stream, co- stream conversation because, um, you know, uh, Sam Darnold has these favorable matchups, so that means DMT has these favorable matchups as well against these uh, weak corners and secondaries. And then lastly, uh, Randall Cobb. Uh, Randall Cobb's been playing well. He's uh, rostered in 10% of Yahoo leagues. Um, second straight game with at least eight targets and six receptions. So he's definitely involved in this Cowboys offense uh, as that slot receiver, the third after Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper. But they passed it so much. Um, Zeke didn't have a very good game. We talk about another jag. But uh, so he's getting involved in the passing game as well. Uh, and they have Detroit. So we saw how Detroit secondary is. It's pretty trash. Um, so he can be involved as well. Um, so that's uh, those four guys at the receiver position I'm um, looking at. Yeah, so I really like the Cole Beasley ad. Um, I think that, you know, he's been, like you said, he's been great in the last four games. Uh, at least 70 yards or a touchdown. That's a really good number. Um, and then at least six targets, that's a really nice floor. So I really like that, like you were saying. Um, and then Hunter Renfro, like we've been talking about him for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a good matchup against the Bengals. <clears throat> might be a nice, sneaky shootout. Okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting. Um, and then, um, you know, Randall Cobb, I really like that one too because, you know, the reception numbers have been there. Um, you know, to get over 100 yards is really nice too. And then uh, that Demarius Thomas guy is kind of interesting, I guess. Um, I wonder what team he plays for. But um, Josh Reynolds, yeah, I really like, I really like Josh Reynolds. Obviously, yeah, just uh, uh, just to remember, yeah, Brandon Cooks has already been ruled out again for uh, Sunday. So just people remind people if they're still he's still out there. If you're the Brandon Cooks owner, panicking a little bit, you can go add him. 
Yeah, no, I, I really like that one as well. Yo, I'm beating Matt. Yeah, no, I saw. I was, uh, I was uh, gonna mention the fact that uh, Francisco had a, another fumble. <laughs> Defensive touchdown. I'm beating Matt. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, man. To save the Cooper All Cup right, day. This... Talk about those Jags. That dude. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Those Jags, man. Cooper Cup. Oh man. All right. So running back position because that is <clears> the very most important yeah. position. In fantasy right now so greg what do we got definitely one guy uh definitely my number one waiver pickup of the week uh brian hill has to be, has to be rostered in five percent yahoo leagues he's out there uh my, yeah as i said number one waiver would pick up 20 carries for 61 yards added a reception for 10 yards so he's involved in the pass game as well Devontae freeman mri on his foot today ian rapaport said he's gonna you know he could miss to at, at least two weeks um we know uh Devontae freeman history with injuries two weeks could turn into three and uh maybe more so uh at this point definitely got to get brian hill ito smith's on you know ir as well this guy's in line to get a lot of volume and carries in this offense uh you know in the falcons offense has a very favorable offense they beat the saints they were able to do that so uh he's got to be a guy you gotta have i gotta have yeah brian <clears throat> hill has to he'd be my number one guy I yeah mean, if I would, I would, I would burn like ninety to eighty, eighty to ninety percent, probably even a hundred percent of my budget on him, depending on where I was at in, um, in in terms of like trying to like trying to get a win and trying to get into the playoffs. Because yeah. you know we're approaching week eleven. Um, if you can get Brian Hill, you know we just saw what Ronald Jones did coming off the waiver wire for for people if you started him. You know, coming in RB five. This is the kind of stuff that wins you weeks and mm-hmm. proposing the playoffs. And all you have to do is get in, guys. That's it. All you got to do is get in. So, um, you know, you get a Brian Hill guy. I think I would – you agree, right? You would burn number yeah, one waiver yeah. priority or, you know, burn burn fab on him. Yeah, I would totally uh, put up what I can um, and get as much <clears throat> Brian Hill in my teams. Talk about a favorable matchup. He's got this Carolina defense next week. So, you already know it's going to be nice. Got Carolina again in a couple weeks. So, uh, it's going to be – it's looking good for, for Brian Hill if you if you want to start him immediately next week. And the best part about Brian Hill to me is that he was involved. Uh, he was involved in the pass game yeah, as well. Yeah, had yep. the the, the uh, rece- reception for uh, for a touchdown. Um, and you know what? Actually, is funny. Uh, I, I I was paying a lot of attention to Brian Hill in the off season, um, in the preseason. Uh, play him in some DFS. I picked him up in in our dynasty league, hoping that you know he'd he'd earn the spot as the number two running back behind Devontae Freeman because we knew how you know. Injury prone Devontae Freeman could be, especially in, in you know recent years. So Brian Hill is somebody that I actually do like as a as a running back as a prospect. So um, you know he I think that he was he's somebody that would definitely make use of the opportunity ahead of him here in Atlanta. So I think that's that's definitely a, a good add here at this point in the season. Just a quick side note, and you then, know that that fantasy yep. life alert that unusual Matt Breida Matt Breida is out you know questioned to return. Just oh, wanted to man. let people know that this is an every week thing. And that, you know, because they 49ers play on national TV, like you were saying, you see this every week. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the man is always questionable to return, yo. It's crazy. Every game. Questionable return with an ankle injury. Oh, man. All right, cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, The only other guys, uh, those tight ends, um, you know, you talked about it. You were upset. Austin Hooper, sprained MCL. Uh, he's considered week to week, so you know, as maybe these guys you might want to consider. I uh, know it's it's tough. That's tough. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, uh, we talked about him. 
uh, and maybe Irv Smith Jr., those maybe tight ends can help you out. Uh, they, they're both out there in leagues. And then uh, I think I'm more confident about getting Dawson Knox. Uh, he's only rostered in 5% of Yahoo leagues, but he had six receptions. I mean, six targets, actually, in this game, uh, four receptions for 55 yards. So, um, if you know, those guys will definitely out there. It, or if you are also the Austin Hooper owner, maybe, you know, want to try to make a trade or something for, for a tight end because that's, that's tough. Yeah, the Austin Hooper news is definitely upsetting. Um, yeah, he it's just you know who's a tight end one at this point. Of yeah, the season, man. Just yeah, using that 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 production. <laughs> yeah, that's tough at the tight end position too. Such a huge drop off from what you might again be getting. Yeah, but one thing I will say though, because um, Chris Herndon has been a major disappointment this year, um, and he's out also. Right now, currently with a rib fracture, he's probably going to miss the season. Mm-hmm. And so I think that gives Ryan Griffin a full-time role here. So I think we should just rock out with Ryan Griffin. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Ryan Griffin, when he's in, um, he's one of Sam Donald's favorite targets. So I like that. Yeah, sorry. I'm just watching Debo Samuel. Dog. So, Debo Samuel, guys, is going to be at the top. He's, he's climbing up the top of the list. Yeah, he I is. Mean, he's climbing. Um, Emmanuel Sanders got hurt in the middle of this game. Uh, <coughs> Debo Samuel is somebody that is um, – he's, his, he's, he's, his ownership percentage is pretty low, but he's got seven catches right now for 104 yards. Um, that puts him within the uh, top 20 wide receivers on the week. So yeah, I Craig, think he's got to be at it. Yeah, for sure. Um, if yeah, Manuel Sanders is hurt, uh, he's got to be someone looked at for sure. Uh, and especially you know, if teams are gonna start, I feel like teams are now game planning to try to make Jimmy G throw the ball. So he's gonna throw the ball more, and that, those targets are gonna go to Debo Samuel. He's overtaking that. He'll be the number one receiver if Manuel Sanders is out for an extended period of time. Yeah, I mean, especially the and way George they Kittle use out Debo too. Samuel too. Yeah, George Kittle out too. Um, you know, he's got, set, like I said, seven catches for 104 yards. He's working the, the intermediate levels of the field right now. Um, seems like Jimmy G's go-to target right now. And especially, you know, um, I know in the Genesis we talked about rookie wide receivers and how they're hard to count on. And, you know, especially this year it seemed like that that's not true at all. Um, but what is true is that as you get later on in the year, that's when these rookie wide receivers start to come on because they start to get more acclimated. They start to feel more comfortable. They start to make more plays. And that's what how we end up keying these guys as potential breakouts in year two. Right. So Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, I think – no, go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, the Debo, Debo Samuels, the DK Metcalfs, yeah, the, all these guys are going to be, uh, you know, sleeper picks or, you know, mid-round draft picks next year that is going to break out for you. Yeah, exactly. And so having this opportunity now to get on early on the train – um, you know, and remember a guy like, you know, a guy like if a guy like a Debo Samuel or a Josh Reynolds or a DK Metcalf <coughs> helps you, you know, win big down the stretch, you'll remember those guys next mm-hmm. year. So, um, all right, man, any other performances or any, just anything in general that stuck out to you this weekend? I think we covered all the waiver wire stuff. Right? Yeah, I think we got it covered. Um, you know, get ready for week Wait, what, about, what about Robert Woods, man? You, I'm not going to let this guy have seven catches for 95 yards. 13 points and a half point PPR, and you're not going to say anything about it. Oh, him. I mean, it was it was a good performance by him. He did what he had to do. <laughs> that was the the great flex play that I need. Um, I, You know, it's just not – didn't get in the end zone. I'm hoping that that touchdown comes soon. 
Uh, he needs to get back. Talk about positive regression. This man has as uh, easily the most receptions in the league for a receiver without a touchdown. So um, hopefully that comes soon. Yeah, between him and Mike Williams, they have to. Um, somebody who I'm just going to start calling a bunch of people out because when I call them out, they just play better. Mitch Trubisky, I call him out. He plays better. Uh, I call the Jets out. They play better. I call Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald out. He plays better. That's true. That's true. So, you know, eight catches for 71 yards. Anybody I need to call out, Greg? Uh, anybody you, spend anyone right you need to call out? Call out that Saints team, please. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. Oh. You know, I, yeah, Alvin Kamara, you did all right, but I need more. I need more. I, I, Drew Brees, I need to see more from him. Uh, just the whole Saints team in general. They scored nine points against the Falcons. That's crazy. All right, man. All right, Drew, listen to me here right now. All right? People right now are, are clamoring for Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Okay. They saw Drew Brees go out there and lay an egg against the Atlanta Falcons at home against a soft uh, uh, baby's diaper, uh, but baby's baby's bottom uh, defense that they came rolling in here, and they shut you down, Drew Brees. Eleven points—that's not good enough for people. Alvin Kamara—he he needs more than that, and you you know you you're the one that brings that upside. Michael Thomas—he can't catch no touchdowns if you're not throwing it to him. So Drew Brees, step your game up, man. Thank you, man. Otherwise, Thank you. we're gonna start coming calling back for Teddy Bridgewater. I wish you had like a coach or Jerron voice when you did that. Like that's what I need. The motivational <laughs> or Jerron voice for that. That's that's what I need. Best game of the weekend was LSU Alabama. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. But this week we got a good one. I don't know why it's not in prime time, but we got the Houston Texans against the Baltimore Ravens. Oh man! Oh, Watson. I didn't even know that. Oh, let's go. Yes, yes, let's go. Oh man, so this is gonna be crazy. So many fantasy sports. Oh uh, man, we got Mike. We got Jordan versus Vic. Yo, it's gonna be crazy. Oh man, oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> That's the ultimate sport crossover. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, nah, but it was it was a good week, man. This week this week's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna, you know the matchups are gonna be they're gonna be tight. But everybody, please get your handcuffs, man. Yo, actually, you know, Greg, let's run through some handcuffs real quick before we before we cut it. Man. Oh yeah, you already know. Oh. I had them listed anyway. Yeah. Go get go get Wayne Gallman. Uh, you know, we, you, you mentioned it. You got to get Wayne Gallman. Got to get Reggie Bonifon. Also, the Panthers signed Mike Davis today, so he's also a name that's got to be uh, looked at uh, as a handcuff for Christian McCaffrey. And then Alexander Madison. We yeah, he that that's you know those are my three guys that are definitely there. I know they're there. You can guys can go get them now uh, before you know next week. And maybe if you're the Kenny Drake owner, you could get David Johnson to hand mm, as your handcuff. Wow. Because he might get dropped after tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> wow, the shade. Oh, man. Call out David Johnson. How about that? Call out David Johnson. Yeah. No, nah, he's not worth oh, it. It's Kenny Drake's back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. And just like that, we're out of here. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, please leave us a rate and review. On Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening to us. Really appreciate you guys listening. And as always, we are out. out.